Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about should you have a partner in getting into real estate? Stay tuned. Hey everyone, I'm Josh Azuniga, co-founder of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics, whether you're an investor, buyer, seller, or flipper. Stay tuned. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. I am your host, Josh Zuniga. This is the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. I'm with my co-host, Carl Freund. Good to see you. Man. And today we are talking about a very important topic. Should you partner with somebody when getting investing no. in real estate? No. No. Yes. Yes. Which one is it? Well, it depends. It all depends. Well, I'll give you I'll give you my two cents, you know, on this. So first question or first answer, choose your partners carefully. Is it Josh Zuniga? Then yes, I'm in. All right, cool. Choose your partners very carefully. And I'll give you guys a little scenario, okay? So I was very thankful to, you know, have my dad um, as kind of like the words of wisdom. He grew up I grew up seeing him be an entrepreneur. He and my mom, you know, built a business, you know, from scratch, very humble beginnings. And he'd always tell me, son, I was like, when you start making money and you start doing, you know, deals with partners, money makes people change in a number of ways. They can make people happy, sad, excited, pissed off, angry, not talk to you anymore. And some of these can be your friends. And even worse, sometimes it can even be your family. What he was telling me is that money has a hold on people. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad when you think about it. It's a, literally a piece of paper that affects somebody's mood. But that's just the world that we live in. And he made me understand that very, very clear of how money affects people and people's emotions and their decisions. So when he said, um, Josh, whenever you have a partnership, make sure you choose your partners wisely. Okay. So when I first get into any type of business deal, I always have a conversation with the partner um, prior to us even doing anything and putting any documents in place and actually, you know, putting in any money into deal. And I tell them, I was like, and I'll give you an example, Carl, you and I are about to go into business together. All right. We are going to start this relationship as friends and family. We are going to end this relationship as friends and family. Are we clear? That's literally a, a conversation you and I had. It is. Right? I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you, we had that yeah. conversation. Are we clear? Let me let's yeah. finish this. And just, the reason being because he and I both have to know what the risk is going into this investment or going into this deal or going into this business. Right. We may, our goal is to always do well. We always want to win. We always want to scale. We always want to make money. That's wonderful. But especially in real estate, shit happens, right? Shit awesome. absolutely happens and you can lose. Yep. And I have lost, you know, I've, I have lost, you know, at some deals, thankfully it wasn't a significant amount. I think the most I ever lost was five. And I think, I think $12,000 on a deal, which is like a drop in the bucket compared to a lot of these other things. But those are tough conversations. You know, when an individual isn't used to losing, especially their money, that's going to sting. And are they going to be ready emotionally to handle that? Mm -hmm. Because you guys both knew what the risk was going into this and going into this transaction. Yeah, and you nailed on something. And, you know, I think my re- immediate answer is, you know, should you join up with force of somebody? And it really depends on who it is. Yeah. And the deal. It depends the deal. on the deal, too. And here's the thing. It's like I had Airbnbs with a very good friend of mine um, who I've known for a long time. No. That's the answer. That just <laughs> stiffed me for 25000 bucks. I'm not going to get it back. That's a right? tough one. I'm not going to get it back. You know, I've been fronting the cost because he was in a financial situation he couldn't get out of. I've been fronting the entire cost of the entire operation. And still paying out his share, mm-hmm. and then when it came time to get caught up, I was like, "Hey, dude, like I, you know, we, I've been paying for this thing for a year and a half. Um, can I just get reimbursed?" And the answer was, I, "It's not going to happen, right?" And so then I had to sever that relationship and ended badly. And so 
you know, it, the answer is if I'm going to partner with somebody, they better add a lot of value. Yeah. Value that I don't have. Like, and character. And dude, you have different skills than I do, right? Mm-hmm. And so it needs to be a one plus one equals three situation. I'm never going to go into a partnership where that person is not on the same level that I am, that we don't think about the same things, that we don't have tough conversations ahead of time where it's like, hey, look, if shit hits the fan, it's it's all good. Like I'm prepared to write a check for 20 grand if shit goes bad. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, expect things to go bad from the get-go. Like if you go into a partnership and you're like, yep, this partnership's probably going to lose money, but I'm okay with that, that's okay. You know, but if you get into a partnership where like, oh, we're going to kill it, we're going to crush it, and then you start crushing it, and then the personality changes, you know, instantly because somebody's like, I did all the work that actually produced the income. Where are you on this? Yeah. It's never I want 50-50. a big, now I want a bigger cut. Partnerships are Ooh. never 50-50. Yeah. I don't care who you are. It doesn't matter, you know, what the situation is. You have a 50-50 on paper. It's never 50-50 in real life, and we know this, right? So yeah. you cannot go into that partnership expecting 50-50 ever. You know, you're not both going to give 100%. It ain't going to happen. You know, and there's going to be times where the other partner's doing more work and you're doing less and vice versa. And so at the end of the day, you need to be comfortable with being on the short side of that stick, right? And that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. But when I'm looking for partnerships, I'm always looking at what is the skill set of the other person? What do they bring to the table that I can't bring to the table? Is this a one plus one equals three? And if I start having these tough conversations and we're all on the same page, then I'll explore it even further. But generally, I don't like partners. You know, it's just it's just not a good way to go. <laughs> Trust, but, I think you and I both have our own experiences, right? And there's there's a difference between, I think you, you the biggest thing too is you also need to set expectations of how this relationship is going to go and also assigning roles, all right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about value. What is each individual going to be doing as part of this partnership, Right. Because it's important. Not only is everybody, not only are you guys bringing money, you know, to the table, and you're both, you know, splitting the profits and the proceeds, and also the risk and the investment to this. But what are you guys doing on the outside, you know, uh, to generate, you know, not only another uh, new business ventures, but also when it comes to handling the situations, right? Who's the ones to be answering the phone calls? Who's the ones to be going doing the emails? And if you feel like one of you needs to earn more based off of your involvement, then you guys need to have that conversation. I was like, hey, let's go into partnership, but this is going to be a 60-40 relationship or a 70-30 relationship. Yeah. Or if you guys want to figure out how much money is going to be involved in that, that's a conversation you need to have. In, in writing. Very, in writing, too. In writing. in writing. And I don't care who you are because my business partner said, do we have a written agreement? And I said, yeah, we do. But you know where I made a mistake? Is I didn't have a written agreement. If things changed, I should have made those changes in writing. Yeah. Right, like, hey, look, I know you're having financial issues right now. I'll pick up the expenses for this house. All good. Pay me back in the back end. But what happened? I didn't have that in writing when it changed. You got burned. So I got burned. Learning lesson. Yeah. And yeah. I got burned for 25 Gs. Oh, yeah. Not going to get that money back. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, I don't care who you are. I don't care who the relationship is with. Could be your wife. Could be your parents, which happens a lot. Could be, you know, your cousin or just a random investor. Don't care who it is. Always protect your assets. Protect your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can it can be. And there's there's even points in times to where, you know, I work uh, with several investors, and you have to know what their involvement is going to be and how much involvement that you want them to actually have. We always want to make money, right? But at the same time, uh, we don't always need a thousand phone calls or a thousand text messages, you know, about every little thing, because you panic all the time. I was like, look, this is the situation. I'm going to handle it. That's why I'm here. Let me do my job. You know, if we're going to lose, I'm definitely going to let you know what's going to happen. And, but until then, until there's something to worry about or panic about, relax, 
right? Relax. But I think people going into real estate, especially for the first time, um, are very, are very anxious and very worried about things, which I totally get. I totally understand. And I'm going to be very bold. Sometimes people need to hear the hard conversation. Real estate isn't for you, bud. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If you're going to be worrying about your money this much, and it's even putting in a strain on our relationship and maybe even the financial relationship and relationship you have with husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, or brother, whoever got involved with this money, then it's probably not the investment for you. Take something like if you want to put in the stock market or you want to put in crypto, whatever you feel is going to be a better investment for you, go ahead and do that. Because in real estate, there's always risk. And there's always things that are going to happen that are unforeseen that we don't even account for. You can't even plan for some of the stuff I've seen. It's, 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 it's crazy. It. But what do you do? The situation happens and you roll with the punches and you get through it. The best thing that you can do in real estate, especially if you don't want to lose, is like, we have to m- turn and burn this. All right. I don't care if we don't make anything. We got to move on to the next product. Right. Or we got to move on to the next deal. There's been deals where I'm, there's probably even one with my dad right now. We thought we were going to make, you know, a, a good chunk of change on it. For some reason, it's not selling and mm-hmm. we just can't figure it out. So we might have to come in there and invest a little bit more money into the actual rehab, you know, and just spice it up a little bit. All right. So we are out money for the hard money that I took out on that. And then also the expenses. That's name of the game. Is my dad upset about it? No, he knows exactly what's involved when it comes to these types of transactions. Thankfully, he's been doing it for 20 plus years. So he has experience. But you need to be relaxed and let uh, the individual that's taking care of the situation do their job, right? If you don't have a real estate license and you're not involved in it, then you need to relax and you just need to chill. What other experiences have you had? With the worst. <laughs> the worst. So we bought a property up in North Phoenix and the there was two walls, uh-huh. you know, like next to the neighbor. There's two. Wow. And they were using the middle one as a dog run. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And... When we closed, we took down the one wall, and then we get a notice that we're getting sued. And the guy was like, that is my piece of land that half of your backyard is on. And we're like, what are you talking about? And so we looked it up, and sure enough, there was a small little sliver of land through our middle of the backyard that belonged to the neighbor. And we had to stroke him a big check in order to buy that piece of land back so we can finish our backyard. Wow. Check that out. I mean, I've seen sewer issues that you can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. You know, where literally there's a break or a fracture in that sewer line and there's been sewage dumped into the front or backyard, depending on which one it is. Yeah. I had built seven townhomes in Denver and we were getting some heavy equipment to uh, pave the parking lot. I remember very specifically, it was a Saturday morning. The machine operator called and he says, hey, look, there's a soft spot in the middle of that parking lot. What do you want me to do with it? And I said, pave the dang parking lot. That's what I paid you. I remember this conversation. And so, yeah. Then about two months later, uh, it wasn't even two months, maybe like two weeks later, I get a call from the neighbor that is adjoining the property. And he goes, Carl, there's shit coming out of my kitchen sink every time I flush a toilet upstairs. Uh, I can't even imagine. And it took me a second to figure out what happened, and then I instantly clicked that what had happened was there was an unrecorded sewer pipe that went through that parking lot, and when he was running the dozer over that, it collapsed the clay pipe and plugged it up. And it took two weeks for that thing to back up to the point mm-hmm. where it got to the lowest point. And every time he flushed the upstairs toilet, literally raw sewage was coming out of the kitchen Oof. sink. And so, you know, that was a huge insurance claim, right? Like, what do you do with that kind of stuff? And so here you are, you know, ordering porta potties for this guy on a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> you know, trying to get porta potties delivered to the house. Yeah. I mean, I've seen everything you could possibly think of. I've seen 
squatters move in. That just happened last month, didn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. All this stuff happened. I've had plenty of know? squatters in my properties. Guys, and you'll see a lot of them, especially in Central Phoenix. It, yeah. it happens. Things it, it, happen. Yeah. If you have a squatter, call me. You're yeah. not going to like my method, but you'll love my result. I, I can tell you, I've... Yeah, gotten, I've gotten some recon type stuff. Oh yeah, totally. It's an, it's, it, get, it gets intense. That house down in um, on Culver, Central Phoenix, on Culver. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, we did a stakeout yep. for sure, two nights in a row, Caught and him. we got them, arrested them. It was actually a female. Yeah, that was getting into. Thankfully, she was. I felt bad, man. They weren't breaking anything or stealing anything. They were literally just coming inside and taking, taking a shower. shower. Yeah. Like my heart goes out to them, but at the same time, sorry, you can't can't, stuff, can't be coming man. to my property. You can't be telling your homies. Hey, by the become, way, hey, there's a house over here. You can all take a shower. And I found out there was like probably like five or six people coming in and taking showers. Oh, I'm yeah. like, damn. I mean, the place downtown Phoenix that took all the copper. Oh, know? that too. That happens. That, that happens. Yeah, all right, guys. But, then, but also, it's not to like uh, make you scared of having a partnership. There are partnerships that are work out very, very well. Carter and I have uh, some wonderful partnerships. I have some wonderful partnerships with some of my friends. I obviously have wonderful partnerships with my, my brothers and my father as well. But like you said, we set expectations. We all know the risks. And we're okay with proceeding forward, okay? And we don't have to have the conversations all the time. I'll let them know what the situation is. We handle it. We always proceed forward. We close the deal, and we move on to the next. Especially when you're in real estate, you got to just keep turning and burn these things. We're not in the ba- the business of holding it and trying to lose a lose a deal over 1000 bucks. Yeah. okay? I was like, because if we, like, go back and forth and, like, we don't want to do this deal because of 1000 bucks, guess what? We have to go back on the market, and now we're on the market for a few cost more weeks, more. and now it's, it's going to cost you more money. Like, you got to know when to just say, move on, yep. right? And those are conversations that you have to have. But like Carl was saying, have things in writing. So once you set up an LLC and you get that filed with the Arizona Corporation Commissions, and if you guys don't know, it's only 85 bucks to set up yourself. You don't have to go through an attorney, you know, and spend a few hundred dollars. You know, sometimes I've seen $500 to set up an LLC. Mm-hmm. You can do it yourself. It takes 10 minutes to do it online. You'll get it back expedited, 35 bucks. You'll get it back within a week. And then from there, set up an operating agreement, right? Who's going to own what and what are the duties and responsibilities of each partner and how much is each person going to contribute financially? All right. So make sure you, you make sure you have your ducks in a row, get your LLC, set up an operating agreement, make sure you look them in the eye and be like, all right, let's do this. Okay. And like I said, you start as friends and family, you end as friend and family. All right. You win or lose, have that strong conversation with them. If they cannot handle that conversation, probably not the right partnership yeah, for you. Partner. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, I hope that was a wonderful episode. I hope you guys got some good value from that, but we'll see you on the next episode of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. Take care. Hey, guys, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, do all the things. We want to continue to bring value to you every single episode. Until next time, see you on the inside.